Hi, my name is Matt Ruckstar. I play Libra on Zodiac Task Force, and you're listening to Raving Lunatic Media. Well, buckle up, Buttercups, because this ride's about to get a little bit bumpy. Raving Lunatic Media presents Game Face, hosted by Nosy Nico Fresh and Matt Rockstar. Hey, 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 everybody, it's me, Matt Rockstar, once again, and alongside me is Nosy Nico Fresh. What's up? Nico, do you know what we're doing right now? What are we doing right now? It's time for Game Face, hosted by Raving Lunatic Media. Woo! Yeah! And it's time because it's been a fun week in basketball. We thought about doing an emergency podcast for half a second, then decided, nah, we're going to be talking a whole bunch of fun stuff today. We're going to be talking hard and trade. We are going to be talking about how the Grizzlies suck right now. We are going to be talking about betting lines for tonight's game. We're going to be talking about stuff happening in the MLB playoffs. We're going to be talking about stuff happening in the NHL, I believe. Yes, I see Bruins here on the dock. And we're going to do a little bit of trivia today, too, apparently. But what's been going on with you today? Nothing. I went to the store. <laughs> what did you buy? I don't remember. <laughs> I tried out that new um, uh, 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 Asian restaurant uh, down, in, down in where I work called Mizu 21. Um, so you're not going to tell people where you work, but you're going to tell people the name of the restaurant near where you work. Yes, because there are several Mizu 21s. I guarantee you there's only one. <laughs> no, I've looked it up. There oh, are really? several. <laughs> there's like one in California, I want to say, and there's one in... Wait, I'm just narrowing down which one is mine. <laughs> um, but today we have a lot of fun things to do, uh, like I said before, but we're going to start it out kind of how we always start out. How do we usually start it out, Nico? I don't know, Bucko. How do we start it out? I don't know, but we usually start it out with my favorite segment, with Bucko's favorite segment, with Nico's favorite segment, with everybody's favorite segment. It's time for Around the Horn. Texas Rangers could be having a day they have been waiting about 60 years for. They're up 3-1 to one with a chance to close out the World Series tonight. That would be Wednesday. It would be the first title for Texas, who's doing it without Matt Scherzer and Adolis Garcia, who have both been taken off the postseason roster with various injuries. Garcia would have definitely been the MVP of the World Series, but... If Texas wins, that will definitely be Corey Seager. I think he hit two home runs last night. If not, he hit, hit a three-run home run. I haven't watched a single game of the World Series yet for whatever reason, but they have a good chance to close it out tonight. Yeah, I saw a lot of people doubting the Rangers kind of all throughout this pl- these the, the, the World Series playoffs and everything. And, you know, like with the injuries to Max Scherzer and Garcia, like everybody was like, oh, they can't they can't pull this out now. But now they're pulling it out and everybody's kind of eating their own words and it kind of makes me happy to see. <laughs> what else you got for me, bud? Uh, yeah, the Bruins-Red Wings game was pretty fun. It was a back-and-forth game in the first period. The second it tightened up, third period was normal. The first period took a long time. Second period went by like a flash. Uh, Charlie McAvoy scored a Bobby Orr-style goal and he has now been suspended. For four <laughs> games for a hit. I think it happened in a Kings game. I don't remember who they played, but he's suspended for four games. 
Uh, Pasternak had a nice penalty shot goal, scored an empty netter that he banked off the wall. That was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. You went to a... Uh a uh, f- Bruins game? I went to this game. Oh, this is the game you went to? <laughs> I was like, you seem to know a lot about this game, but you just watch a lot of hockey. So I, I couldn't tell if it was like you. this was the game you went to because I saw Kita, uh, Nico's girlfriend, posted a whole bunch of pictures of like pasta on her like Snapchat story and everything. And I was like a little bit jealous because I was like, I love pasta. Um, so we have a lot of fun news. Out, like those were our outside the... NBA news is, but now we have some inside the NBA news. Well, I think I'll just let you go no, with these. You, you got it. You got it, brother. All right. Uh, Adam Silver went back to the East versus West All-Star Game format after several years of doing the team captains. Um, I think it'll be cool. Um, I think it's just better having East-West. I, I think captains is a little odd. Yeah, I feel like it brings back the competitiveness of everything because now it's not just, oh, it's Team LeBron versus Team Giannis or Team LeBron versus Team Curry or Team LeBron <laughs> versus Team Kevin Durant. Um, it's it's you're fighting for your conference, essentially. It should the be. Best of the East, it, best it, of the it West. It should be whoever gets, um, whoever wins the game should get home court in the finals. That's how baseball used to do it. Really? If the yeah, American League, whoever won the All-Star game between the American and National League, they would get home field during the World Series. Hmm. I actually kind of like that. Um, what are some of your like favorite memories of the All-Star Draft? Because I have one that comes to mind. I have never, ever watched an All-Star Draft. I don't even think I knew it was a televised program. Really? Nope. It was. Because uh, Shaq, Kenny, Chuck, and uh, EJ, they uh, they would like always commentate it and everything. Um, my favorite moment of that draft though is when they i think lebron traded Giannis, joel Embiid, or like he traded him russell westbrook so joel and russ could be on the same team because they hated each other (laughs) (laughs) that's like the only thing memorable about the draft that i actually remember um what else you got for me did you see the new in-season tournament courts i know i sent you a bunch you did i are you a fan of them i think a lot of them are pretty cool i think it's uh, to use a term that we used here, it's a pretty muster bust type of thing. <laughs> I was confused why the Celtics had a trophy in the middle of theirs, and then I realized every other team did too. I yeah. guess that must be the NBA Cup, which is kind of a lame name. Yeah, I wish they would just call it the Commissioner's Cup, kind of like they do in the WNBA. Even worse. Why? Commissioner's Cup, NBA Cup. Oh, they're both bad. Well, here's the thing. Commissioner's Cup, I like the the alliteration as well as like it's Adam Silver's Cup. Like he made it. Like just make it the Commissioner's Cup or even like the Silver the Silver Cup or something like that. Cuz like this is his thing and I I kind of like that he's innovating here. I mean, you kind of see like What's going to be interesting is, is the in-season tournament going to last? Or is it going to be kind of like how, like we said in the last piece of news, the All-Star game went from captains to east to west. That was also a silver thing. So in five years, is the in-season tournament going to actually be a thing? Well, these are actual real games. It's not like it's the All-Star game. That's not a real game. Yeah, but even still, like, in five years, are we going to be saying that these games are still for an in-season tournament bracket? Probably not. I mean... The, the finals is an extra game on for the teams who go to the, the finals for the Commissioner's Cup or whatever, whatever you want to call it. That's, I think that's what they call it in the WNBA, I don't the know. Commissioner's Cup. Um, I'm a, I'm a, like, a, but like I was trying to say, the courts, I think there are some good ones. There are some bad ones. Like the Grizzlies court reminds me a lot of uh, up at church, the court 
up there, the basketball court up there. You know what I'm talking about? I, I don't remember the Grizz court. Let's see if I can pull it up to let you see real quick. Uh, that was my dog. Right there. Oh, yeah, it does. Kind of does, yeah. I don't mind a lot of them. I'm not a huge fan of, like, this weird middle stripe. I think the Pelicans looks, like, super ugly. <laughs> like, that's awful. I, I do think like, it'll look cool on TV. Yeah, I do like the Suns court, though. El Valle. Yeah, El Valle. And, I mean, they're hit or miss. You can't really fault them for trying something new. Um, what else you got? Uh, Cooper Flag is a he made the wrong choice. He went to Duke instead mm-hmm. of defending national champion UConn. The projected number one pick of the 2025 NBA draft announced his commitment to Duke. The six foot nine, sixteen year old averaged 26.8 points, 12.4 rebounds, 5.2 blocks, and 4.7 assists, shooting 37% from three in the Nike whatever that abbreviation is 16U basketball league for Maine United this summer joining Tyrese Proctor, who is a top prospect in the upcoming draft. Wait a minute. You you wrote this wrong. Is it this upcoming draft or the 2025 draft? No. Uh, Tyrese Proctor is. Oh, Tyrese this. Proctor is a this this year's draft. Yeah. I got you. Cooper Flags 2025. Um, how are you in Duke this, this year? I honestly can only name you now three players on their entire roster with Kyle Filipowski and these two. I haven't watched much college basketball in the past couple of years. I've, I've been I've, when UConn made the run. I was I was watching. Yeah, them. other than them, like yeah. I knew their guys, but you're kind of forced to know their guys, though. Um, what else you got for me? Uh, Anthony Simons injured his thumb in their season opener versus the Clippers. Looks like he'll be missing four to six weeks, according to NBA.com. This will give opportunities to Shaden Sharp and Scoot Henderson to start taking a heavier load on offense, which would be a very good thing for your fantasy team. It I would. realized you have Scoot Henderson, who's doing nothing for you. I know. I drafted him so high, too. I'm pretty sure I took him like sixth or seventh round, <laughs> which is not good. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see Scoot kind of get a bit of a bigger role in this team. I think they should have just given him the keys right away. I mean, he's the number one prospect on their team in the past 10 years besides Dame. So, I mean, hey, give him the keys. Why not? Uh, what else you got for me? I have trivia for you. Uh Uh-oh. This was the trivia on the Greeny Show given by Hembo. And can you name me the NBA team who has played the most seasons without a title? The most seasons without a title? Do the Clippers have a title? I don't know, but it's not them. Really? Uh, I literally just remember the the, question and the answer. The Atlanta Hawks. Nope. It's not the Grizzlies. Nope. Hornets? No, played the most seasons. So, like, they've been around. Yeah. Played. Um... The Warriors have a title. The King? No, the Kings have a title. It's a team out west, I'll give you that. Um, oh, goodness. They almost ended the drought a couple years ago, and they're probably front runners to end it again this Is it year. the Suns? It's the Suns. What? That means the Clippers have a title. Because I'm pretty sure the Clippers predate the Suns. That's crazy to me. Um, yikes. That is... That's not who I would have expected it to be. Was that who you expected it to be? Like, did you get that? Like, first no, I, I wasn't really paying attention. I was more writing it down, mm. and then they said it. And I go, huh, interesting. You know what else is interesting? What? These upcoming sponsors that we have here, because in the next segment we're gonna be doing something new. I'm gonna call it 
the panic button. We'll be right back. A rescue. I was so scared. It's okay. I thought we were going to die here. You're safe now. I just want to go home. A reunion. Dad? It's Chad. Chad? Chad? Oh, God! Chad! Son! Are you okay? Where are you? Where's Danny? What happened to you? I've been looking everywhere for you. We called all the fire departments and cop stations within a hundred miles to look for you. Devastating realizations. I don't deserve this life. Not after what I have done. Not with what I am. A glimmer of hope. I might hurt you. No, you won't. You're scared and you have every right to be after everything you've been through. But it's fear and nothing more than fear. Just acknowledge it and it can't control you. You're safe here. Your brain just hasn't caught up to that fact yet. It's okay. We got you. Honor Bound, an immersive audio drama from Cat Loveland. Episode 1 airs November 1st. And we are back here on Game Face, presented by Raving Lunatic Media. Woo! Yeah! And Nico, it's time for a new segment, a segment I like to call The Panic Button. <laughs> Nico, this is a new segment here on Game Face, presented by Raven Lunatic Media. Woo. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to be doing something fun. I'm going to tell you some news or some records about teams, and you're basically just going to be telling me if you're hitting the panic button on this team, if they should maybe think about doing a move, maybe blowing it up, maybe even just doing something to shake up the team. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, then. Let's do this. So, Nico, the Philadelphia 76ers recently traded James Harden, P.J. Tucker, and Philip Petrusev for basically... Nothing. They, in return, get Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Nick Batum, KJ Martin, a 2028 first-round pick, and two second-round picks. Now, is this a suitable return for Harden? Probably not, but it was a return for Harden. So, now, Nico, Embiid has been under a lot of speculation of leaving, and now without another quote-unquote star beside him he may be at a higher risk of requesting a trade either this season or this upcoming offseason should the sixers hit the panic button not yet because there is one more thing they could do they could try to take all this collection of random players and a couple picks they got you know one first round pick and try to flip them for another star I don't think you're getting anyone with the name value of James Harden, even though I don't think he's worth the name value mm. at this point. But they could definitely get something with the assets that they got. I don't think it'll be great. But yes, Embiid is definitely at a higher risk of requesting a trade. And then if he does, it's all over for Philly. Yeah, there was a lot of holdup with this trade. Apparently, this trade could have gone down three weeks ago. But the Clippers were held up on Terrence Mann, who is their young star currently, who 
the Sixers wanted in the trade, but they ended up not putting him in the trade, and they ended up getting giving up P.J. Tucker, one of their best three-point shooters, away <laughs> for nothing, along with James Harden. Um, if I'm the Sixers, I'm maybe starting to look at the panic button. They still have Maxi. It'll be interesting to see who they can get. My only question is, who are they going to go get? Like, there's nobody really on the trade market right now. I mean, you can maybe look at somebody like a Chris Paul. Like, do you think the Warriors would? Do you think the Warriors would go for that? Yeah, uh, probably not. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. They just installed him into the lineup. Yeah. Um. That being said, though, how are you going? Or are you looking at these new additions to the Sixers? And are you seeing a deeper team now? Because they just got K.J. Martin, Nick Batum, Robert Covington, and Marcus Morris, who are all solid wing guys. Like, they're not stars, but they're serviceable three-point shooters that can do something for the team, especially Marcus Morris and Robert Covington, a great 3 and D guy. Yeah, they did get a, some good death pieces. I just don't think it's going to really matter for them. Like, yeah, they have Embiid, but unless Tyrese Maxey goes nuts, I don't know if it'll really matter. I've been seeing a lot of people saying that he has a case for the All-Star game this year. What yeah, do you think he, about he has that? been playing well. Uh, he has been playing, play, paying, playing very well. But speaking of a team who's not playing very well, at the bottom of the standings here in the Western Conference are my hometown, not really, Memphis Grizzlies, who are at the time of writing and currently recording this 0-4. Oh, <laughs> Uh, they've lost to teams such as the Nuggets, the Mavericks, the Pelicans, and unfortunately, the Wizards. Now, besides the Mavericks game, which they lost by 15, they've kept the games pretty close. The Grizzlies' other guys have been struggling from the field. Luke Kennard, Jake LaRavia, and John Conchar are all averaging three points a game in these four games. And it's just not looking good. So, Nico, I have to ask you, are you hitting the panic button on the Memphis Grizzlies? I would for another 16 games. No, 20 games till Jaw comes back. And who knows what kind of a hole they'll be in mm. when Jaw does come back. So we are hitting the panic button, then. You're getting real close. Getting real close. So we're not hitting the panic button. I don't know. You want to hit the panic button? Do you want to hit the panic button? Panic button! <laughs> That felt good. I don't know why, but that just felt really good. Um, so I have a question then. If we're hitting the panic button, who should the Grizzlies go after? Uh, do they have any assets? Do they have? They have plenty of assets. Players like John Conchar, players like Santi Aldama, players like Jake LaRavia can be moved for another suitable piece, especially a team who's currently in rebuild mode, like the Portland Trail Blazers. <laughs> Now, for you in the audience who may be asking, Matt, what are you talking about? I am a very big Boston Rob, a.k.a. Portland Rob, a.k.a. Robert Williams fan. Robert Williams III, to be more exact. And I saw a little, a little birdie told me that the Memphis Grizzlies could be interested in a man named Robert Williams III. What do you think about that? I think that would be a pretty good fit for them, especially with who's out for the year. Um, Steven Adams. Steven Adams and who's Brandon the, Clark. Brandon is, Clark got hurt last yeah. year. Brandon Clark is out for the first like 30 games, I'm pretty sure, of the year. He'll be back a little bit after Christmas, I want to say. Um, I don't know. I think they could go for him. Are there any other players that you think they could go for? Not off the top of my head, but that that is a good one. 
Robert Williams is, or, yeah, Robert Williams is definitely a good one. I've been seeing some people saying, uh, because we just picked up Bismack Biombo, that this could be a good fit. I mean, eh, Bismack Biombo, he, the last time I remember him playing was when he was on the Raptors, and that was like seven years ago. <laughs> I think he may have been a Charlotte Hornet at one point, too. <laughs> I just, him and Frank Kamitsky are like very similar players to me, but they're nothing alike. Um, so we're hitting the panic button on the Memphis Grizzlies, unfortunately. Hopefully they can break, break, hopefully they can break that losing streak tonight against the, I believe they're playing the Utah Jazz tonight. But we have one more panic button question here for you today, Nico. Are you ready for this last one? I'm ready for the last one. Another team on a giant losing streak are the Houston Rockets. After going all-in for Freddie Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks this offseason, they have started at an ice-cold 0-3. Now, I'm putting a lot of this on their young star, Jalen Green, who has been awful here to start the year, only averaging 17 points on 25% from three. And it's not looking fun for the quote-unquote leader of this team. Freddie and Dylan Brooks have slotted in very nicely to this lineup. Freddie is a dime machine, averaging seven assists per game right now. And Dylan Brooks has been lights out from three, shooting over 50%. It just kind of seems like the Rockets lack that guy, you know? So are you hitting the panic button on these Rockets? I mean, they weren't necessarily expected to be very good. So I don't think you can really panic when a team is kind of living up to what we expected them to be. Mm. Like, Freddie, yeah, good addition. Dylan Brooks shooting 50% from three. That's not going to last, as we've seen in Memphis. <laughs> Don't bring up the past. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if Jalen Green gets going, great. But if that's coupled with Dylan Brooks going cold or some other injury, then it may be the same thing, you know? Yeah, this Rockets team... I, I think that they can pick it up. I see this Rockets team as a high... Um, the, I think their ceiling is a low playoff team. I think where they're going to end up is a high play-in team. So, like, maybe an eighth seed, maybe a seventh seed. I don't think that they're going to do too bad this year. I have a lot of faith in players like Freddie, who is very stable. I have faith in a solid guy, Dylan Brooks. Alperin Shemgoon has been playing well. I think he's averaging, like, 25 a game right now. And he's doing really well. What I need is I need Jalen Green to start playing better. I need him to start averaging 25 a game. I need him to start averaging 27 a game, honestly. Where's 2K Jalen Green when you need him? <laughs> he's averaging like 35 in my my league right now. Um, what do you think out of all these three? Who do you think is the most panicked right now out of these three? Probably Jalen Green. Oh, out of the, I meant teams, out of the three teams. No, you're good. You're good. We're not hitting the panic button on on the Rockets right now. I think um, Grizzlies, uh, Sixers, or the Houston Rockets. Who I'd, is I'd the say most panic? Philly, because Memphis knew it would be a tough start to the year. They didn't think it would be this bad, but mm. they definitely didn't expect to be a top seed. Philly kind of did, even though they knew they were going to trade James Harden. I think they still thought they were going to a do it in the summer and b get like a star in return yeah get more i think philly too um we didn't really hit the panic button on philly i think they can i think what they need to do is they need to see 
Joel's reaction first to all this. They need to see, like, okay, is Joel going to be serviceable around these guys? Because, honestly, he could average, like, 35 points a game this year if Tyrese Maxey isn't going to help him out too much. I mean, Tyrese Maxey could. He's been playing well. But if Tyrese is the only other player... I mean, he still has Tobias Harris, I guess. Tobias Harris over me? <laughs> um, I don't know. I've been hearing a lot of speculation that Joel could be going to South Beach, too. I've been hearing that. Over and over again. Trade him for who? Bam? Yeah, it would probably be a... Like, Bam, Jaime Hawkes Jr., and a whole bunch of picks, I would think. And probably Tyler Hero. No, I think they would keep Tyler Hero. Um, I don't know. I could see it. I, I don't like it, but I could see it. I think I think Joel misses his old buddy, Jimmy. <laughs> um but, I mean, do you have any other teams in the NBA that we should be looking at maybe in the future for teams that should be maybe on the horizon of the panic button? I don't know. I haven't looked at the standings, but I think these three are pretty decent. I was listening. Lee bad. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to the No Dunks pod on The Athletic, which you should go take a listen to. Great show. And they were talking about the Timberwolves and how this was a couple days ago. They were talking about the Timberwolves and how they now have quite a bit of money they're paying out to a lot of people. Anthony Edwards is on a super max. Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns are on max contracts. Nas Reed just got paid, and now they just recently paid Jaden McDaniels a whole bunch of money, too. They're going to be a luxury tax team for the first time ever, I believe, in their like actual like lifespan. So that's going to be interesting. Maybe we should look at hitting the panic button for them pretty soon and treating Cat. Um... Even though I've gone flip-flop on that several times at this point. <laughs> but who do you guys think that we should be hitting the panic button on in the NBA today? I know that you guys have some awesome picks here. So let's go ahead, sound them off in the comments. We'll be right back. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about bets. Sports betting, to be more exact. We'll be right back. Hi, thank you for listening to this Raving Lunatic product. If you love Raving Lunatic Media, then you may have heard of my show, one of the original shows, Cold Case Chase. Um, hold on one second. You know, I love this song, but we need something a little bit more hip. Uh, DJ, spin something a little different for me. That's a bit better. Now, if you like unsolved, occult, some strange things happening in this world, then you'll like my show, Cold Case Chase. Search it up on any podcasting platform that you listen to. Once again, that's Cold Case Chase. Season 4 is coming out as we speak, and you won't regret listening. We'll see you next time. And we're back here on Game Face, presented by Raving Lunatic Media. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep you on your toes at this point. Um, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, last week I believe we started this, and now it's time to return to it because it has an actual name. Ladies and gentlemen, take up your swords. We're entering the battlefield. So far, I am 1-0 on the battlefield. Last week, we uh, chose between, I believe it was the Nuggets game, and I came out victorious on that. 
Yeah, I believe it was, it was Nuggets, Nuggets Lakers. Somebody in the Warriors. That was one of them. I remember that. I think it was we chose on the Nuggets Lakers game, or maybe we chose on the Warriors Suns game. I think it was because I remember taking Steph Curry. Yeah, and I won. <laughs> uh, Kevin Durant went off in that game, but who cares about last week? We care about this week. So far, I'm one to zero on the battlefield. Remember, we are playing for the coveted sports betting slicer. Here, today's games, we are going to be fake betting on them. We're only going to be betting on one tonight, Nico. And when I say betting, I mean just saying that we're betting. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, bet responsibly. These bets are brought to you by a specific website that has three letters um, <laughs> that I don't want to say because they don't sponsor us yet. But let's just say two of the letters are the start of my name. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be picking today's game at 9.10 p.m. Eastern, the Grizzlies versus the Jazz. The spread is 1.5. They have the Grizzlies winning tonight their first game against the Jazz. The Grizzlies need to win by two or more. I have the first pick here, and I feel like you know where I'm going with this. I'm picking the Grizzlies, obviously. I They're, they're due, right? They're kind of due at this point, you right? I think. Come on, they, please don't go 0-5. We lost to the Wizards, Nico. The Wizards. <laughs> So I'm taking the Grizzlies. I'm hoping that Dylan Brooks has a great game. I think Xavier Tillman watch is on the clock tonight. I feel like he's going to go off tonight, too. What do you think? I think that's pretty decent. You just got to watch out for Laurie Markkinen. The cannon, yeah. The Finnish, or Finnish or is he Swedish? I think he's Finnish. Yeah, the Finnish cannon, as well as Jordan Clarkson, who's always going to be a threat. I mean, Colin Sexton, Walker Kessler is going to be a threat on the inside. Actually, honestly, he could probably grab a lot of boards tonight. Um, you're liking your pick of the Jazz, though? I'll, I'll be confident in it. You're going to be confident? I'll be somewhat confident in my pick of the Grizzlies. I'm just kind of hoping. Some players to watch out for tonight. Like I said, Xavier Tillman. I said, uh, Lori Markinen. Definitely watch out for him. Watch out for Jaron Jackson tonight, too. Honestly, if he's going to be roaming outside, which he probably won't because he's going to be playing center, which is out of position for him. He needs to be playing power forward, honestly, at this point. So... I'm taking the Grizzlies to win by two or more. Nico is taking the Jazz to either cover or win outright. <sighs> I don't like sports betting. <laughs> and I know you don't either. No. Honestly, we do this segment for you people at home. I hope you love us. <laughs> Today, honestly, might be a short podcast, Nico. It might be. We are, we are currently only sitting at, like, I'm pretty sure 35 minutes right now. <laughs> But when we come back, maybe this will be the long segment that we have. Because when we come back, it's time for Weird of the Week. We'll be right back. And now, a public message for the private audience from the Ministry of Department of Safe Warnings, a division of subsidiary. Good evening. I'm Dr. Klaatu of the Ministry of Department of Safe Warnings, division of subsidiary, Health Corporation Incorporated. Good evening. Recently, we've all come out of a pandemic, which as many of you know, means global. Although we are happy to be putting this behind us, a new ailment is starting to appear in different parts of the world. Unlike other ailments, which can cause buboes to appear under the arm, pimples to cover the body, or microchips to appear in the bloodstream, this malady causes one to view excessive amounts of science fiction dramas and analyze them to a sometimes excruciating detail. Doctors are calling this the sci-fi malady. Three main symptoms of this are first, overanalyzing human emotion and interaction. 
We call this symptom the Scott Symptom. This movie needs to delve more into the human condition. Second is ripping about military or logistical failures of a film to an almost excruciating detail. Bombers in space? Really? The final symptom is an excessive amount of rage, followed by apathy, followed by a strange love for sci-fi schlock. We call this the Rage Master. Ah, this writing's is so just Abrams! You know what? I give up. I don't even care. Scott, you're right. You're right. I'm right. Or I'm wrong. You're right. Whatever! What's next? Ooh, Star Crash? Should you or anyone you know begin to exhibit these symptoms to any degree, tune in to Sci-Fi Melody Podcast to see how your illness has progressed. Thank you and good night. And we're back here on Game Face presented by Raving Lunatic Media. Woo! Yeah! And Nico, are you ready for to, ha- to have some fun in this final segment? I'm ready. Great. You know what? We're about to go have dinner with my grandma. So let's get started with this weird of the week. So if you haven't heard it yet, I will briefly brief you on the Michigan sign stealing scandal. Um, What would you call that? Sign gate? Signal gate. I don't. I don't like either I, I th- of those. I think signal gate. Nothing's caught on yet. I haven't even heard anything. I, I just made that up. But sign gate. Interesting. University of Michigan football team got caught stealing other teams' signs. They had this man, Connor Stallions, <laughs> stick name, going around to other teams. He's like a low-level staffer, and he bought all these tickets to other teams' games and was just stealing their signs. Which a lot of like actual football people don't even have an issue with. Like college football, they have their they have these big signs with like random pictures on them calling out plays because they can't have a earpiece in the helmet of the quarterback. So yeah. they're doing it that way. So everybody can see it anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of out there, and you're all usually probably trying to crack the other team's signals from your sideline anyway. But Michigan and Coach Jim Harbaugh have been getting a lot of heat for this. And quite honestly, I think it's going to be the end of Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. Really? But but a man resembling Connor Stallions was seen in a picture that got yanked from two months ago. September 1st was seen on the Central Michigan sideline. The sideline during their September 1st game versus, I believe, Michigan State. So you're telling me this man, Connor Stallions, just waltzed onto the Central Michigan sideline with creds. Like, he had credentials. (laughs) So what did he do? He said, hi, my name is Frank Finkelstein, and I work for Central Michigan in the data department. Like, how, how did this happen? The coach. What was his name? Frank Finkelstein. <laughs> that's such a fake name. No, no, I think I think Greeny made that up today. Uh, <laughs> that's not what he went under. I don't know what he went under, but that that's literally what he did. He went and said, "My name is Frank Finkelstein. 
I work in the data department. He's standing on the sideline with sunglasses on and a hat. And it's like, I saw a picture like side by side of Connor Stallions and this sunglasses dude. And they look like the same guy. So you think the coach of Central Michigan would know like, hey, who's that guy? He's not supposed to be here. But the plot thickens. Central Michigan's coach, I can't remember what his name is. He worked, I believe, as a wide receivers coach no. for Michigan hmm. in 2018. Therefore, probably knows Connor Stallings. Therefore, he's in on it. They're oh they're stealing goodness. they're stealing MSU signs. <laughs> I just think this is so funny. Like apparently the sunglasses wearing man at night, mind you. This game was at night. He's the only guy wearing sunglasses. He's a he has to be a T one thousand. He has to have heat vision or something. <laughs> so every time the action came like near him, he I guess he would kinda like pull his hat down and kinda duck away, not wanting to be seen. Oh man. Chris, yeah, wearing sunglasses at a night game doesn't make you stand out at all. No, not at all. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm just confused how this man got onto the sideline. <laughs> And Central Michigan didn't even, like, come out and deny it. Like, oh, no, that's, like, Johnny Johnson. He works for us, and this is what he was doing. No, they haven't said anything. So, Central Michigan, they're in on it. They're in on it. I love it. <laughs> Honestly, listen, listen, Frank Ficklestein <laughs> killed me. I hope he starts going by that now, like, changes his Twitter handle to Frank Ficklestein. Appar apparently, Connor Stallions is, like, a Navy vet or something, or a Marine vet, hmm. which... After that, working for a football team, that's awesome. But, like, what is this? Like, some kind of special ops? <laughs> like, uh, it kind of seems like Jim it. Jim Harbaugh goes up to Connor Stallions and says, Hey, Connor boy, I got a job for you. You, you ever do any undercover work for the military? <laughs> uh, not really, coach. Well, you're gonna now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Um,. That is the most insane piece of news I've heard this week. I had that in Around the Horn, and I'm like, this is really weird. I'm going to put it in Weird of the Week. I like it. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> how can I follow that up with like anything weird that's happened in my life? Um, I can't even tell you anything that weird that's happening in my life. Um, oh, I don't know. You have anything else? I mean, like... No, that's it. Just... <laughs> Keep an eye out for Connor Stallion stealing like our our new um, segments or anything. Yeah. We're going to go on a Connor Stallion's podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the panic button. And it's literally just our sound bite. <laughs> well, how did you get that? <laughs> oh, my. We're going to go to dinner. It's going to be like a man sitting in the corner with sunglasses on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. A CMU hat. Hang on. Hold on here. Hold on here. But All right, Connor Stallions. No matter how this shakes out, it seems like there's a new development every day in the Michigan sign stealing scandal. No. Um, Connor Stallions is going to be a legend forever. <laughs> I like it. Like, how do you infiltrate a college football team sideline? I don't. I still can't get over that. I don't know how you do that either. Because there's different levels of credentials. Like it almost one gets me. you like the media gets you here. This gets you here. And there is like a small amount of like sideline 
credentials that a team gets for a game. So somebody had to hand him the credential. Like, you can't just photocopy that. It almost reminds me... So he has to have a guy on the inside. Yeah. Do you remember when fake clay... Went into the. I remember fake clay. Year. That's a good point. Practice uniform or practice uh, arena no, and everything. What wasn't it during shoot around? Yeah, it was like during this shoot around. Man or got in. He did. He like say hi to someone. Yeah, because he looks just like Clay. Was where? What's even funnier is he showed up wearing like warm ups, and like nobody questioned that. Like yeah, he put up a couple shots, and then they're like, "Wait a minute, you're hold, not. hold on here. You're not Clay." <laughs> I saw a bunch of sports doppelgangers. And one of them was Jalen Hurts, looked just like him. Um, another one was for Aaron Rodgers, and then Trevor Lawrence. But the Trevor Lawrence one was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! It just reminds me of that for no reason. Just I feel like we need to beef up security a little bit to get to the. I feel like I could at this point. I wonder how you apply for a media license. <laughs> Can we start getting into games for cheaper because we're media people now? I, do, I have no idea how that works. I don't either. Raving Lunatic, please sponsor us to go to a basketball game. Let us go to Grizzlies versus Celtics. That's all I want. I'll give you live updates from the field. Um, but that's, I believe, all for today. Um... Me and Nico are thinking about maybe this Thursday going to B-dubs. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Um, but... Y'all know what you should think about doing. What should I think about doing? Oh, there we go. I was waiting for I was like staring at you. You should think about watching and listening to all the other amazing shows here on Raving Lunatic Media. Woo! Yeah. We just released the uh, newest episodes of Sci-Fi Malady. Came out on Monday. On Tuesday, uh, we had a new quick rant come out. Uh, we are this weekend having a new Cold Case Chase come out. We're also excited to see the release of Honor Bound. The first episode came out today, which is November 1st. For everybody else listening, it'll be yesterday. But you should go listen to all that. Also, take a look at the Raving Lunatic Media YouTube channel, where Zodiac Task Force is releasing on a daily basis over there uh, the previous episode. So if you haven't caught up, now's a great time to. Um, also, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. I can't talk. I almost said YouBoob channel. <laughs> That's a different thing. Don't sub- su- don't subscribe to that. Subscribe to the YouTube channel because we're on the path to 500 subscribers. We're on a long path, but it is a path. With that said, though, Nico, do you have any imparting words of wisdom? You said last week that you would have some for today. I did. Well, then yes. I didn't think about it at all. <laughs> Maybe next week. Oh man. <laughs> What a bomb. <laughs> Here's your words of wisdom for this week. I hope you had a great Halloween. It snowed today where we were for like 30, 30 seconds. It snowed for like four hours. Did it really? Yep. It was like 30 seconds where I was today. Um, make sure to start bundling up. Make sure that you uh, go check your your uh, your heater to make sure that you have enough home heating oil in there. And if you don't call Matt. And if you don't call me at my work. Uh, and y'all know what you should do? You should just have a great day. Because this is Game Face presented by Raving Lunatic Media. Woo! Yeah. And we'll see you next time on Game Face. <laughs> you wanna go get dinner? I have to go shower first. Just real quick, do I smell like butt cheeks? Do I smell like butt cheeks? No. Nico, Nico, can you just give me a quick whiff?
No. Just give me a quick cup. Need to go whiff. No. Give me a whiff. I would whiff you. Whiff. Fuck a whiff. Well, oh, even he ran away. <laughs> Raving lunatic.